On today's Hashi, I'm discussing a $2.6 trillion surge in home values plus home price indices from Case Schiller and FHFA just released this morning. Today is Tuesday, September 26th, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the Hashi starts now. I'm up here in my Connecticut studio. Really happy to be with all of you. If you're in the live chat, let me know which market you're tuning in from. And if you want the most out of our content at BAM, make sure you're a BAMX member. There's a code down below that you can use hot to get 10% off to become a BAMX member, where we also share all of our downloads from this show each and every single day. All right, let's download A big number right now. The value of residential real estate broke a new record, $52 trillion, according to Zillow. The total value of the U.S. housing market is now 49% higher than before the pandemic. That is just an incredible number. Okay, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Boston, and Miami are the most valuable housing markets. Florida, though, now boasts the second most valuable real estate market, surpassing New York. California retains the top spot. I think New York had a lot to do with Florida surpassing New York. You had a you had a real uh, migration pattern from New York to Florida. I know New Yorkers want to downplay that, but it just happens to be the truth. I've seen more New Yorkers in Florida. You look at the migration patterns. Uh, than ever before. Let's take a look at some more metros. You guys can throw out uh, some some metros that you'd like to look at. We'll play a little game here. You can just throw them into the live chat. Uh, let's take a look at Atlanta, Georgia, $721.7 billion. Remember, uh, U.S. up over $52 trillion, just an enormous number. Austin, look at the dip. Austin has taken almost touching $500 billion now at 428 billion. Lance Lambert, for example, uh, on Fortune believes that Austin has a little more ways to go uh, on on the valuations there. Remains to be seen, of course. Let's take a look at Boston. Uh, 1.296 trillion uh, looks like for uh, Boston there. Okay. Um, Let's take a look. OKC. All right. Let's do a little OKC. See what we can get for OKC. Remember the US here at uh, $52 trillion. Uh, let's take a look here if we can get OKC. I think I just passed it. There it is. OKC, $115.5 billion. Looks like OKC's at their peak. All right. Uh, just taking a look at a few more. Charlotte, this is an area I'm very bullish on. This number will be over $500 billion in, I'll just throw out a random guess, I'd say five to seven years. This number is going to keep growing. Charlotte's a very hot market. It's expanding. $360 billion right now in the Charlotte market. Dallas is at $956 billion, almost touching a trillion there you go dawn on dallas uh chicago is up over 1.1 trillion let's take a look at phoenix phoenix let's see phoenix 884 
uh, billion down from Phoenix's peak. All right. Uh, this will be linked up as well in the uh, in the BAMX for everybody if you want to grab that. Uh, total real estate value by state here. Uh, we can we can go through each state. Uh, California remains the big dog with more than $10 trillion of value in the housing market, near 20% of uh, national total. Florida, New York, Texas, Jersey round out the top five. Massachusetts, which had the fifth most valuable housing market in the eve of the pandemic, is now sixth. Washington has fallen from fifth a year ago to seventh today. I'll go back up and hit Jacksonville really quick because uh, I know it's on here. Let's take a look. What's Jacksonville, Florida at? 243 billion. Look at the growth Jacksonville's experienced uh, entering 2020, far less than 150 billion, now at 243 billion. So Jacksonville is one of those markets that reflects the U.S. housing market, the total value of the U.S. market is 49% higher than before the pandemic. That's incredible to think about. Incredible to think about for all of those, um, you know, the, all the homeowners or, or home buyers who actually pulled the trigger and didn't listen to people like ReVenture who said, don't buy, don't buy. The market's, market's not worth it right now in 2020. Now it's 49% more valuable. Uh, Jeremy, will this article be on the hot sheet in BAMX? Yes, it will. But Bobby, just confirm that that's all going to be linked into BAMX. Easy to find with all of the daily downloads in one place. So if you're a BAMX member, you'll get to basically get everything all in one place there. Uh, use code HOT to get 10% off if you're not. Bobby will confirm that, but it uh, certainly should be there. I uh, don't see why it wouldn't. Uh, recovery from a temporary turndown. The U.S. housing market experienced a temporary turndown. This is a downturn, rather, in um, pricing, okay, from July 20, 2022 to January 2023 due to the rates. Uh, this was short-lived, and now we've seen a gain. But I would expect something to happen this winter. We're going to get into a little bit more of that uh, when it goes when we go into prices. Okay, just yesterday, thank you, Marissa, for the BAMX shout-out. Uh, just yesterday, we saw the 30-year fix get to the 22-year high, beating last year's high, beating this year's high, okay, at 7.51, according to Mortgage News Daily. And uh, it looks it looks to maybe set a few new highs. This is going to continue to crunch affordability, all right? Uh, just taking a look real quick at the top 20 most valuable metros, Despite the fact that we're in an unaffordable market, there's still uh, a lot of value, obviously, in owning real estate. Look at all of this value here. It's it's, uh, it's incredible to look at. Uh, New York at $4.2 trillion, LA at $3.7 trillion, San Francisco at $1.8 trillion, uh, Miami at $1.2 trillion. That's an 8.6% uh, increase from June 2022. Like San Francisco, for example, is down 8.8% from San Francisco 2022. Seattle's down 5.1% from that June 2022 peak. Okay, while an area like Philadelphia is up 6.8% at $883 billion since that June 2022 peak. Atlanta's up 3.7%. Tampa's up 3.7%. Sacramento's down 
5.4%. Here are the 10 most valuable states. Uh, we mentioned California, Florida, New York, Texas, New Jersey in the top five, Massachusetts and Washington, six and seven. You have Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Virginia that round out the top 10. And of course, again, this is uh, all according to the big Z, big Zillow. All right, let's take a look. Uh, we've got two home indice drops, home value indice drops uh, indexes today. Okay, so we got Kay Schiller, typically known as the gold standard. And then we've got FHFA. They both were released today. Let's go through uh, both of them and take a look. Okay, year over year, the S&P Case-Shiller U.S. National Home Price NSA Index. This is, uh, you know, Dow Jones' uh, partner as well, uh, is which is covering all nine U.S. Census divisions, reported a 1% annual change in July, up from a 0% change the previous month. Okay, the 10-month or the 10-city composite showed an increase of 0.9%, which improves from a Negative 0.5% loss in the previous month. The 20-city composite posted a year-over-year increase of 0.1%, improving from a loss of 1.2% the previous month. So everything up, up, up on Case-Shiller. Case-Shiller, gold standard, yes. Lagging data, certainly, okay? I mean, we're, we're sitting here in October. Feels like November, by the way, if you're, you're in the Northeast. Just shout out to the weather. Um sitting here in basically October and we're looking at July numbers. So it takes a while for Case Schiller's numbers to get out, but this is reflective of what we saw in the spring market. Prices certainly went up. I don't believe this will be reflective of the next three months. Chicago, Cleveland, New York led the way for the third consecutive month, reporting the highest year-over-year gain among 20 cities in July. Chicago remained the top spot, the 4.4% year-over-year uh, price increase with Cleveland in at number two, with 4% increase, New York held down the third spot, 3.8%. <clears throat> For this month, 8 of 20 cities reported lower prices, and 12 of the 20 cities reported higher prices in the year ending July 2023 versus the year ending June 2023. 18 out of the 20 cities showed a positive trend, price acceleration, and that makes sense because all of that data is coming out of that uh, spring market. And here is the S&P Case-Shiller. Uh, chart here show, showing you uh, where we're at right now on uh, pricing tiers, the low tier, middle tier, and high tier, all following generally the same law, line as they typically do. Okay, so uh, taking a look here now on uh, just some of the regions for Case Schiller. I'll bring that up. Here it is. Uh, S&P. CoreLogic Case-Shiller Indices revised for the prior 24 months based on the receipt of additional source data. All right, let's take a look. Um, One-year change for Atlanta, 2.2% positive. Boston, 1.3% positive. This is one-year change going uh, to July, okay? 1.8% for Charlotte, Chicago, the 4.4%, the Cleveland, the 4 that we mentioned. Dallas down 3.4%. Some of the big losers, Las Vegas down 7.2%. Uh, July to July. Phoenix down 6.6%. San Francisco down 6.2%. Seattle down 5.5%. Okay. Uh, one Another big winner again was New York, which we mentioned at 3.8%. That Northeast area starved for locate for inventory and it's continuing to push those prices up. I think even in those markets, 
when we get into the winter, you're going to see some restrictions on price just due to the affordability issues that we're experiencing in the most unaffordable market right now. That's the reality for your consumers, okay? But being armed with this information that unless you own real estate, you don't get to play in this game. You don't get uh, 49% jumps in wealth from pre-pandemic. I mean, look at how look at how lucky everybody on this hot sheet is right now. Look at the percentage of housing is of the GDP. Okay, this is uh, upwards of you know uh, fourteen, fifteen. This is upwards of twenty percent that housing makes up of the GDP. Well, we are everybody on this hot sheet. Whether you're a real estate attorney, uh, an, an advisor, an agent, a broker a team leader, you're in the game. You're moving the needle here uh, in our economy, housing as a percentage of GDP. This is a very interesting chart John Bird's put together. Uh, it was up over 22% back in 2007. We almost hit the 20% in 2020, and we're hovering right at, at basically 20%. I'll drop this into the daily download as well uh, for BAMX members, but just fascinating you know, how much, listen, how much is um, it in your community, right? It's probably similar to that, but you're you're in one of the most critical industries for the health of our nation and the health and the wealth of the people that you deal with every single day. All right, FHFA released this morning their home price indices, all right? So let's take a look at what they're saying, their home price index, house price index from FHFA up 0.8% in July, up 4.6% from last year. Straight out of DC, US house prices in July were up 8%, uh, 0.8% rather from June. Um, for the nine census divisions, seasonally adjusted monthly price changes from June 2023 to July 2023 ranged 0.1% in the East South Central Division to uh, plus 1.4% in the Middle Atlantic South Divisions. 12 month changes range from uh, 0.3% plus in the mountain division to 8.1% up in New England, uh, New England division. That's where the industry is starved the most. Okay. Uh, you can see here by each division uh, broken up just from June to July. So just month over month, uh, US up again, 0.8%. Uh, the East North Central was up the biggest. Uh, or not the, uh, I guess the second biggest at 1.2%. Middle Atlantic and South Atlantic both up 1.4% on the month over month. Again, New England division up 8.1% year over year. Middle Atlantic 7.1%. South Atlantic 6.3%. East, North, Central up 7%. No, none of these big divisions were a loser on the 12-month change from July 22 to July 23. The U.S., in fact, up 4.6%. These are huge, huge jumps. Um, and when you hold real estate long-term, you get to get these numbers to compound. It's something very important for everybody's, uh, everybody's consumers to understand. And to show them a chart like this, which will be available in the daily download, Compounding annual growth rate since 1991 is 4.4%. Compound annual growth rate since January 2000 is 4.8%. Compound annual growth rate since January 2012 is 7.5%. Look at this. 
when you hold real estate long-term, when you live somewhere for the next 10 years, you're going to be pretty solid on your wealth gaining, certainly on your tax savings, uh, on your uh, forced savings, not tax savings, forced savings investment. And so this chart here, anybody who's thinking, hey, I, I, I'm buying a house, but I don't know if it's the right time. When on this chart was the right time? Were you shopping in 1991? Yeah, that would have been the right time. When you fast forward in 20 years, today will look like the right time. This is a chart you want to grab from the BAMX Daily Download uh, when it's up today and share this with some of those weekend shoppers going into this weekend that are on the fence. Hey, thought I'd send this over to you. There's a couple of houses this weekend that make sense for you. I know you're on the fence about when the right time is. It's always the right time to buy real estate. This thing's on a rocket ship up uh, forever and always. Here's the monthly house price change relative to the prior peak for the U.S. Relative to the prior peak for the U.S., really important. We're under the next peak right now, okay? We are under the next peak. There may be a dip before the next peak, but you're truly buying under the next peak when you look at history. We don't know exactly what's going to happen moving forward, but we know what has happened. We know the last four decades, every single decade, every single 10-year period, there's either a 35% or more, likely a 40% increase in your home values. Just since pre-pandemic, there's 49% more wealth in real estate created, okay? Here's a 12-month house, house price changes when you look at each region. So when you go from july 21 to july 22 in the blue line to uh july 22 to july 23 on the red line we've gained in the last year just not as big as the year prior where we were seeing double digit gains in every single uh division the pacific mountain west north central etc okay that'll be available as well in the daily download if you want to take a look at that what i'm going to be taking a look at all day is just watching what the market thinks and what the market is doing. We see right now here today, the Dow and the S&P and the NASDAQ, everything is down, all right? Everything is coming in down, uh, just kind of skittish, right? I mean, Jamie Dimon had some comments today in Bloomberg. He warns that a 7% Fed rate is still possible. Difference between, here. here's the key, and this is, this is going to be so true long term. The difference between five and seven percent, if the Fed goes there, is going to be more painful than the difference between three to five percent was. We're still feeling the after effects from the three to five percent jump, how fast it was. Uh, obviously, we're seeing that in the 30 year fix today. Uh, markets may be predicting the end of the Federal Reserve's tightening cycle. But Jamie Dimon is still telling his clients to prepare for a worst-case scenario of benchmark interest rates hitting seven percent, along with potential stagflation. These are not this is these are not good words. Okay, uh, Jamie Dimon, of course, is the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase and Company. We don't want to see stagflation. That that could be potentially worst-case scenario for the US economy. That means we would avoid soft landing. We would have a very rough landing. We would certainly go into a recession. Uh, but Jamie Dimon is urging clients to be prepared for that kind of stress. 
Uh, his comments contrast with the consensus view, though, after the 5.25 percentage hikes of uh, that lifted the benchmark to 5.5 percent, highest level in 22 years. U.S. policymakers have signaled that rates will need to stay higher for longer to contain inflation, though money markets are pricing in cuts uh, starting some point next year. Okay, so highest level on the benchmark rate in the last 22 years matches yesterday's highest level of the 30-year fixed in 22 years. Beats last year's high, beats this year's high. We came in at 7.51 on the Mortgage News Daily 30-year fixed. I can imagine that that might stay firm or even potentially go up today. You see a uh, 10-year yield holding above 4.5. Every time we've hit 4.5, we've had higher for longer. That's going back to 1790. We've broken uh, 4.5 now for the first time since 2007. That being said, there's going to be deals in everybody's market. There's going to be deals in your market today that take place. The question is going to be, is your name on those contracts or not? Are you the uh, person advising and helping the market or not. Got to go wide in this market. Got to help and talk to more people. That's the opportunity and help educate them on that long-term run, that compounding run, that chart that shows how much real estate compounds since 1991, since even prior to that. Helping educate folks on timing this market is nearly impossible. Who missed out on Tesla and all these other great uh, stocks that were trying to time the market. It's not possible and it's not possible in real estate. Don says, uh, will that spread ever shrink again? I think it will. It's just not going to happen anytime soon. Don't count on a six handle helping the housing market in the end of this year or the beginning of next year. Be thinking higher for longer. This is the environment that I'm dealing with. So who should I be having discussions with? Who should I be targeting? I'm bullish on uh, making sure you're working with you know, a healthy, uh, a healthy sample of boomers because they're the least impacted. They control one seventh of the world's wealth. All right. Get the most out of this show and everything that we do here at BAM by jumping into BAMX. Use code HOT to get 10% off of that. If you're in the LA area today and you want to get a last minute ticket to FUBCON, we have a link down below. It kicked off yesterday, but today, tomorrow, and Thursdays, the, uh, the bulk of the conference, six legendary keynotes, five hand on breakouts. You can get 30% off your ticket by using BAM underscore VIP 30. Uh, that is down below. You also get 55% off additional tickets, FUBCON. I still see people buying tickets here last minute today, so you won't be uh, solo on that. All right. Uh, that is the hot sheet for today. Appreciate you guys being here. Hit the subscribe button if you've never done that. Click that bell too, so you get notified when we go live which is every single day, Monday through Friday, 9.30 in the East, 6.30 in the West. Until tomorrow, toodaloo.